All right, so I have this question here from Olari Waju Isaiah. And Olari Waju is asking, what would be your advice to a brand designer who wants to take startups as his target audience? A brand designer who wants to take startups as his target audience. All right, I think first of all, we need to really define what a startup is. Um, now, simply put, a startup is a newly established company. It's a newly established company or business is a startup. So I want us to understand that there are two types of startups. There are two types of startups. Um, there are startups that are ready to go into full business from the onset. And there are startups that are looking for investments so that they can go into full business. So we have two types of startups. Startups that are ready to go into full business from, from inception, you understand? They are ready to, to hit the ground running. And there are startups that are um, trying to build a product and to get investment so that they can begin to run in the way that they desire. Now, I'll try to break this down for you. When, we, when I talk about startups that are ready to hit the ground running, it's just like, those are the kind of people that many of us work with. Um, a lot of them, we might, I might classify them as small businesses. Let, let, let me use small businesses. Um, so you have somebody who wants to start a, a hairdressing salon or a barbing salon, and the person needs a logo to start a barbing salon. They already have their chairs. They already have their clippers. They already have their mirrors and everything. You understand? They have everything they need the TVs, everything they need to set up their shop. All they need is a logo, you understand, so that they can brand some of these things. That is a startup. It's a newly established barbing salon that is ready to open its doors to its clients, you understand. And so it's starting out as what we see as a small business. They have one shop, two barbers, you understand. And they, they are hoping that in time, with good patronage, they will be able to scale up to a point where they have two shops or maybe scale up to a point where they can extend their shop and have three barbers and maybe have two shops with three barbers each in each shop. Now, when you're working with those kind of clients, that's pretty straightforward. Those people um, want to look picture perfect from the onset. They want to look ready from the onset. They want a great logo from the onset. They want to be able to define what their brand colors are, what their slogan is. You know, they, 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 they want to hit the ground running. So they want to look good for the client. Um, and those are the people I used to work with when I was working as a logo designer. I, I liked working with small businesses um, because it was very it was very personal. You understand? It was very personal, very intimate type of relationship that we had. And a lot of my clients went on to be friends. We still talk today, you understand? And that's what I enjoyed about working with small businesses as opposed to working with um, bigger type brands where they were, the communication chain is very long, there's a lot of bureaucracy, a lot of protocol, you understand? Email correspondence can take forever, a lot of people have to sign up on stuff. So I, I, I liked the kind of work where you could work with um, the owner of the business directly, even though they were small businesses. So I, I enjoyed that. Those were the kind of startups I like to work with. Now, I said there are also startups that are newly established businesses 
that are not particularly looking for clients yet. They are looking for investors. They are looking for something called a seed. And you see a lot of tech startups that are that position themselves this way. So you have a group of guys that just have this idea of a product that they tinker with, tinker with, tinker with, and they develop it to an extent. And um, when they've developed an extent, what they are looking for is someone to come to invest, give them a seed, which they can use to, you know, establish and start the business in a way that they cannot pull their, their resources together to start. So they are not looking for clients and patronage to help them grow. They are looking for seed investment, you understand? Um, so if those are the kind of startups that you are talking about, there are, some, there are some things you need to consider. And I'm guessing that's the kind of startup they're talking about. Because a lot of times when people say startups now, they're talking about like tech startups. You understand? So you're looking at the kind of them, Andela, you're looking at the Paystack, you're looking at Flutterwave and all those kinds of piggy vests and stuff. And I see a lot of um, designers, brand identity designers, brand designers wanting to work with these guys. But there's something that we that a lot of us don't um, like put into cognizance when we are saying we want to work with startups. Those kind of startups that are looking for investments, um, they have two periods in their life. And you need to know at what period in their life you want to work with them as a brand designer. There's a period called precede period. And there's a period called post-seed period. Do you understand? When they've gotten their investment. Pre-seed period is before they have their investment. If you are a brand designer and you want to work with brands, um, with startups, pre-seed, one thing you must prepare yourself with is that most startups that are looking for investment pre-seed are not looking to spend a lot of money on branding. That's one thing I learned from um working as a designer you know there was a time um in my business too where i wanted to position my business to work with tech startups and that's one thing we really didn't look into me and my partner then um we wanted to position ourselves for tech startups but now we realize that this tech startup they have two periods in their life pre-seed and post-seed pre-seed they don't really want to spend they don't want to break the bank do you understand on a logo they don't really they don't really care about their look and feel so they are so zeroed in on their product and pitching their product. So a lot of times for their logo, they have something that is a placeholder. The logo can look as terrible as anything. They, you know, they are so focused on that, their product and pitching that their product that they are not willing to spend mon mon too much money, if any money at all, on their, um, on their look and feel. So if you're a brand designer, don't think you will make a lot of money working with startups precede because they're not looking to spend a lot of money. So if they are work, if they are working with people, they are willing to work with their friends, you know, really, really, really cheap vendors. You understand? So that they are not spending too much money because in their minds and they are they are kind of thinking this thing might not fly. So let's not spend too much money. You understand? For a lot of them, sometimes this precede period is when they are running their business as side project self. So they might not be totally committed. They want to break the bank. So I realized that when the, the few tech startups that I've worked with pre-seed have been very, very hard for them to pay my rates. 
In fact, they didn't see the use of paying my rate. Unlike the clients that were looking to work with, the startups that were looking to work with clients directly hit the ground running, that were not looking for seed. Those who were looking to, they were, they, were look, they were eager to look the part from the onset. But the startups, but the startups that were looking for seed, they didn't care. They were so focused on, on investors. So don't, I won't. You, you, you need to be very patient and um, patient, and really, really want to just be in their story for you to want to work with them. It, it cannot be about the money. If it's about the money, you might be frustrated because they won't spend a lot of money. Um, the good thing is that some of them might work with you. Um, when they are pre-seed and once they get the seed because they built a relationship with you would want to continue with you some of them now that is a very risky position to take because you know one thing I've realized is that when money comes in people's perspective change, changes a lot of time um, who they are comfortable working with when they didn't have money they are, they are eager to change and work with the coolest person when they have money so they might tell you you know, when, when, when we get investment, we'll come back to you and you'll be the one. But then when they get the investment, they're going to the boutique companies that have the name to really design for them. And you can't really blame them per se because now they have investors that are that sometimes, you know, are not very patient. They're like, okay, if you're investing this money, then you need to work with this design company to position. So the investors are the ones calling the shot for them. So if they're not coming back to you, it's not because they don't like you, just because now they have new bosses with bigger wallets and they're the ones calling the shots. So working with startups, especially startups that are looking for seed, you might want to try to position yourself as the people they work with post-seed, not pre-seed. And the only way you can position yourself as someone they work with post-seed is to build a good portfolio. And you can build that good portfolio working with clients that are not looking for investment, that are looking to hit the ground running. And if you can position yourself that way, um, you realize that you will now see those clients that are looking for investment wanting to work with you. So um, one thing I realize is once those startups that are looking for investment get seed, they have a lot of money to now spend on branding. And that's when they spend so much money on branding and you as a design company would enjoy them. But um Pre-seed, it's so hard. It's so hard. It's so hard. They don't really care about what their logo looks like at all. So if you look at most of these companies, check out DoorDash. DoorDash, their initial logo was terrible, you know, without, before they got their angel investment, you understand. Um, once they got it, they, they, they cleaned up, you understand, and look really good. I totally love the logo they are using now. But I doubt it was the same person that designed their initial logo would be the same person that designed this one that we like right now. So they work with real, real professional companies when um, they are posted. So those are things you might want to consider if you are considering working with startups. Um, think of what kind of startups they are. Are they newly established um, businesses that are looking to work with clients immediately? Um, those ones might be ready to pay a premium because they want to look client-ready. Um but if they are the other ones that are looking for seed, they are more focused on their product. You understand, and how the how the machine runs rather than how the machine looks.